before before we learn before we talk some of the things I've, I've been zeichet to learn with Viggy now for years and today is the final till he goes to Eretz Yisrael our final opportunity to learn a few minutes together I want to share something Avi Murray that share was incredible on Tashluman I want to share something which is something I'm not going to go into Arichos how I got this from my Rebbe Raiper, but I got this from my Rebbe, something I try to do. When we, we, briskers don't ask why, I, I do ask, you know, let us <laughs> But I ask why. I'll tell you why I ask why. It's, there's an arrogance to why, and we should learn from brisk, but then ask why anyway. Don't listen to them. And I want to explain it. When God says something, you do it because Hashem said. When there are certain laws, the law is, Chazal teach us a law, and this Chazal are smarter than you and I, a lot. And there's something called Tashlum, and you miss, you miss a Shmanes. A guy misses Meir Shachras Mincha, just went in order. A guy misses Meir Shachras Mincha, says a law, he can make it up. And Chazal say, the same Chazal who were misakin us to pray, tell us you can only make up the prayer if you first pray what you're obligated to do. So if I miss Mayriv, I can only make up the prayer when I make up Shachris, or at least at the time I'm making up Shachris, I can add a Mayriv at the time making up Shachris. When I make up a Mencha, I can make, I can make up Shachris. When I do Mayriv, I can make up Mencha. So that's the law they said, a fascinating law. Pasha's a guy misses shachs. Let's say you can't daven after. Let's say you only can daven till Zman Tfila. So a guy misses shachris, and then it's after Zman Tfila of shachris. So he wants to do his makeup. Chazal say, nope. Wait till Zman Mincha. You can't even do your makeup then. A guy wants to do his makeup. I miss shachs. Nope. No making it up. So any person would say, why'd Chazal do that? I want to do my makeup here and out. Nope. Davin Mencha, then do your makeup. Don't do your makeup now. So fascinating, and uh, any, any person would learn this sugya would ask why Chazal said that. And a brisker would say, don't ask why, and I, there's what to learn. They're saying something, this is how Chazal would, they would say, this is how Chazal would convey the makeup. But of course Chazal were thinking. Now you can get into big arrogance if you say, well, Chazal meant, it's very dangerous. Yet nonetheless, when we learn Torah, Hashem said to put on tzitzis. He said, why does Hashem tell me tzitzis is a bad one? Because it says the reason. But any mitzvah, so why should I think about a mitzvah? God said it. God's smarter than me. Hashem wants me to get smarter. And certainly I do mitzvahs because Hashem said, but I still get smarter when I ponder and Rev Hirsch, much like my Rebbe, Rev Hirsch does ponder why Hashem says things. Now he's not being arrogant. He knows ki Hashem is smart. Ki Hashem is much smarter than us. And yet, nonetheless, we like pondering what we're told and see if there's a way that it resonates, something I'm being said. I happen to go crazy. I'm explaining right, Sunshine, the Machleik is briskers don't ask why. And Rev Hirsch and my Rebbe, why we do ask why, but what we learn from brisk. We're also maskim. There's, there's, we're making shalom over here. There's a word in brisk. It's true there's a word to brisk. We're going, we learned the sugya of Tashlum in the last sugya we learned. So it says this, this amazing Rajbah that if you miss Shachras, so you make it up, b'shas mincha. 
And the, why can't I make it up before the Shas Mencha? I missed it, I want to make it up. No. Davin, your Mencha, and then with Mencha, your second one you could add. So, so Yisrael Failer said, why? Why? So the brisker said, we don't ask why. And what they're saying is, is don't be arrogant. Chazal had a, the same Chazal with Kaveh Tefillah, with Kaveh that you could only do the makeup, and they're saying not to be arrogant, and of course we learn from them. And Rev Hirsch, who Hashem says a mitzvah, and he starts giving reasons, is not being arrogant. He was a brisker also. And what they're saying is true. You can learn from all things. What they're saying is you're arrogant. God meant... So they're saying, don't be arrogant. Follow what Hashem said. This is what he said. What Rev Hirsch is saying is Hashem wants me to connect to what he's saying. And to understand, I don't understand fully. So in any mitzvah, of course Hashem wants us to be misplaining. Mitzvahs have the capacity to make the pesi smart. The machkimas pesi, they make stupid people smart. When you ponder mitzvahs, it makes you smarter along your ponderings. Rev Hirsch and Chorev wasn't being arrogant. This is what Hashem meant. You could think for all, every single human being who ever lived will think and, is, and to say you were yoyre to Hashem's oymek is not, it, but Hashem wants you to do the mitzvah whether I understand or not, to understand whatever I understand is a tip in the iceberg, and yet I'm trying to connect, to understand, to have the mitzvah talk to me, the mitzvah still communicating with me. And it, they greeted us also. Everybody's bringing different aspects. Maybe. I, I suspect they, they're bringing their... their in Yiddish guy, I, I, I thought about it's a good question. Did they, there's what they're learning, and from the mitzvah itself, loyalty, there's the brisker component in every mitzvah. When a guy asks why you wear the strings, I have the brisk side of me and the reverse side of me. I love, an, I love answer, because God said, whoa, oh. Not abrasively. I love the from kind of, Hashem, God told me to wear, not, not abrasively. Oh. Like the beauty of that. Hashem said, I'm loyal to Hashem. That's the brisk side of me. Not now, I don't, I, I, there might be one always when there's, when, the answer is when there's stresses, when there's, uh, there's probably a machloikis on stress and on a derech of teaching. So the brisk will, this will be the overwhelming and predominant thing they want to teach. So there probably is a machloikis and it will come out, the flavor will come, you see people will come out different what you stress. In every, in every recipe, how much you, you can put in two ingredients, how much you put in each makes all the difference. Kogel, every kogel could have sugar and salt. You see the people that are over, that sugar it more and salt it more, and it's a different kogel. So in, in the construction... Yeah. So, so that, in a way, that's But I wonder, I suspect they thought that also. They just told that that's not the predominant thing you should think no, of. I, 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 I understand what you mean that in Hashkafa there's no Machalikas. But the fact of the matter, Yisrael Thaler is learning for a Seder, there's going to be a different Malachim of what he's going to do right now in Seder. I had this with one of the Yudalite in, in Waterbury. We had this whole conversation. I was like, well, why would it be that way? He had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> 
Right, right. I've seen this. I've seen this. I want to say... <laughs> Maybe it's a Zageder. Why would it be a Zageder? Like, what? Zageder. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't like when we ask that. We want, we want to, what? A hundred percent. No, no, we're, what we're talking, he's, he's, we're, 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 we're talking, this exactly, this is exactly what we're talking about. We want, we want to, we want to connect to it and understand that not, what they taught us not to have the arrogance, they're right. We need to hear risk to every guy who's doing what we need to do. Every single guy should have a risk. I, I'm going to tell you on this, Chaim, you understand what I'm saying? Do you know I love this din of Tashlum? And now, it doesn't need me to love it. And I don't say for sure. I'm not 100% what Chazal. I want to tell you something this law always told me that I want to share with you. I shouldn't say always. It's not the first time I learned it. But as, I'm lear- as I've learned this law, there's something that it energizes in me. Now, did Chazal mean this? I think, I think they wanted, it wasn't lost on Chazal that I would hear this. If everybody could hear, you know, we have tournaments, one and one is the same as, as one and oh in our tournaments. If you lose the first game, we're learning Tashlumen here, Tashlumen's my sogya, because our tournaments crush everybody. I have this, I have this Svarai sunshine, I don't want guys to, any tournament we run, let's say we run, I'll do the easiest. I have algorithms for every amount. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen teams. Yeah. I have an algorithm for every single tournament up to fourteen teams. Because we've run every type of tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, we my Brownstein knows my whole sheet and I have like complicated ways of running. The 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 you side of the tournament is I don't want a team to play once. Because it's frustrating, you played once and lost and we're done. Now we're done, we watch the rest of the time. So you get a chance to lose twice. And you'll never just play once. My point is not to lose twice, plus to get twice, you got to play twice. Maybe the first game we weren't used to each other. So to call the double elimination. Now it has the following peculiarity. Let's do a four-team tournament, Lamasha. That's the easiest algorithm. Five is much harder. Five is dizzying. Five, five is where actuaries wouldn't agree to me. But four-team tournament, everybody would understand. You have the first game, two t- you have four teams. Two teams played each other. The two teams play each other. There's obviously two games. So you have two winners, two losers. Now, in a normal thing, the two winners, without Kalish's Einfall, the two winners would then play for the championship. Shalom al Yisrael. With my problem is now a guy played a tournament, only got one game, didn't get a chance to self-correct, to figure out, and many times guys end up winning the tournament, the two teams that lost. Guys know, some guys have this crazy thing, I think we should lose on purpose, that's losing helps you win. That's a bad thought. But some guys say the team that loses first always wins, so it must be a mile to win. To, to lose, it's not true. But watch this. So two teams win, two teams lose. In a normal world, if you weren't in a crazy place, the two winners would play for the championship, Shalom al Yisrael. Comes a crazy human being and decides that you lose once, you shouldn't be out. So what happens? So I then have the two, two winners play. Two now, the two winners play and the two losers play. The loser of the loser game is out of the tournament. He got to play twice. Which one? The two winners play and the two losers play. play, play Each other, yeah. The winners play each other and the loser plays loser. Now, the loser of the loser game's out. He had two chances to play. Oh and two. Oh and two, he's out. He got two, at least he got a nice tournament. He he wasn't one game. 
The winner of the winner is in the championship. Well, just watch our vice sites, an easy algorithm. The winner of the winner is in the championship. The loser of the winner game plays the winner of the loser game to play the winner of the winner for the championship. That's the algorithm. Now, now, what comes out, and the reason it's done, I'm not into five reasons. We do it this way, so everybody play twice. It's kishmat. Now, what comes out, it, what? What? Yes. The loser when the game plays again. What? Correct. The loser, but the point is the least team got to play twice. Now it's, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is how we do with four teams. Now, teams get all confused. That, that guy lost. Now, okay, that's, that's in four. Now, it gets much more complicated when you have eight teams and ten teams. The four is the simplest. What comes out, in the, if you go to tournaments of eight teams, what happens is, if you win in eight teams, in an eight-team tournament, so four teams won, four teams lost. Now the teams that are one and zero advance. You're in the second round. Sit out a little bit. Watch an eight team. An eight teams. What really is going to bring out what I want to say here? If you have an eight team tournament, four teams are one and zero. You're in the second round. Now four teams are zero and one. They've lost the first game. But remember Kalish's rule: you have to lose twice. Four teams won a one and zero second round. Put them away. Now four teams are 0 and 1. They now play each other. <coughs> they now play each other, the four teams. Four right? Losers. Four losers play each other. Now after their game, two teams are 0 and 2. You're out. You had your makeup and you're out. Two teams are now 1 and 1. Now it begins round two. Six teams play each other. Six teams fresh. And this round you lose, you're out. So now here, guys get so mad. I don't get it. I'm one and zero. Oh. He's one and one. I, and after I lose, I'm one and one. I'm, I'm like, why should I be out? Because the second round, you had two chances to get into my second round. So in eighteen tournament, you have Tashlumen. You have two chances to get in the second round. And if you, <laughs> and this for years, guys are like, I don't get it. The one there's a second round, and you just have two chances to get in there. And the reason for it is that I don't want a team to play once and lose the tour, and you're out of the tournament. So you simply have two shots. So one and zero oh and one and one in our tournaments are the same. The one and zero oh and one and one are exact same after round one. So you have eight teams. You have eight teams. Four teams are one and zero. Oh. Mazel Tov, you made the second round. And the second round is single elimination. What? Why don't the, I don't want to move to the second round yet. It wouldn't be fair. Those guys are 0 and 1. They're not in the second round yet. You have to play twice. Now you're in my second. You've made my tournament. Now we have now that's six weeks. It gets complicated. You have three left. Trust me. And who gets the buy? I have I have Cheshvayinus gets the buy. But the point is that one and zero and one and one is the same. 
You just had two chances to get into the tournament. That's how we do it. Eight brings out the interest that one and one. You hear, Maish? One and one is the same as one and oh. So now, and you have to forget that you're one and one and you're one and oh. Now, guys, oh, I don't get it. We, they were one and, they also have a loss. And I tell a team that lost that the team that went one and oh and they'll lose the next game is out. They said, if I don't, they have a loss. Yeah, they were first round. Now, now it's the tournament. Now you entered, you had two chances to enter. Look at it as a preliminary. In the Olympics, they have pre-Olympics and then the Olympics. You have to get into the Olympics. And X number of countries get into the Olympics. My second round tournament takes, they got two games. They're playing, they're playing. And you have two chances. Now guys come up with all these theories how it's best to lose the first game. They have an advantage. They don't. They have no advantage. They actually get penalized because after then there's six teams in the tournament. They play just three teams left. Hey, you have a semifinals, finals. If the, the, the prayer, the tournament works best when the two, when the two guys are one and one who advanced and one, two and oh. So then I have a great, the two one and ones are penalized. They have to play an extra game. So that, I like it. It doesn't always work that way. Often it's two, two and oh teams. And then that's where I just hope nobody's with me and I pick for some reason. Guys, are, the, get, the tournaments go... <laughs> This is in an eight. <laughs> That's that Biggie's been four years in yeshiva. Do I always do something was off? It often works well. When it works well, I'm like yes. And anybody can ask, like, what do you mean they're both one one? Guys, like, oh yeah, you're right. And there's two two and O teams. Guys don't chat because they're busy playing games and things are happening. So I play my game. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> It's complicated. There, there are times. There, he wants like the whole sugya. We'll be here. Wait, we'll be at weight class one. We just gave the algorithm for four and eight. Four is neat. Nobody can argue. A, you've exposed me. But okay, but uh, that it could come out that there was some picking and choosing. Ray Brownstein's known this for years. I have most guys, are, it's funny, most people follow along, like ones follow along. All the fives in Yeshiva, Kalman Satri, this isn't fair. Kalman, you're not supposed to have that. But like fives don't follow. Ones, this is what we, ones are briskers by their nature. Ones are briskers? Yeah, so by their nature, this was the rule. Like they, they keep rules like religiously. We're playing him, they don't have questions. Fives don't do, there are a lot in Waterbury, unfortunate, fortunate. Fives don't do because they were told. They're like, Kalman Sage in every tournament, so this isn't fair. A Kalman? Like, it can't be fair, just trust me. But... But Calvin Sajak was the guy who most was yelling that it isn't fair. Well, yeah, otherwise, if Revezi would be more part of the tournaments, I guarantee he'd have cashers, he'd have... Okay, but the Hevra, like, goes along. Okay, so, <laughs> to advance from the second round, you must have, you must have one, two games? Yeah, no, to get to the second, into the second round, you, you have two chicks... Yeah, yeah, you have, you, yes, you have won two games, yes. Yes, you automatically have won two games. Now, you might be two and one, you might be two and oh. One and one is the same as one. The bottom line is that I look, what? I just didn't like that the 
<laughs> the winner, right? They didn't get two games in the first round. Right, that's right. That's true. So guys do say <laughs> that. The intelligent guys and Naftis, the Naftis of the world say, and if you want to argue that it's better to lose, but I want to speak about this. If you want to say it's better to lose, you could say we got a lot of chances to mesh. The one and O team only got one chance to play. There's other svaras to say that you're tired, that you're tired out. So it's, it, it, could, it could be a what? It happens a lot. The guys claim, right, Brownstein, what the Naftis of the world say is that they got to mesh more. In the NFL, they have this Shaila. Anybody who knows about the wild card game, they, they find teams that aren't as good, right, Sonichan, they make them play an extra game. And many people, they play, it's called a wild card, exactly what I do. And many people claim they end up winning, Every, the Giants have won, because they got more chances to mesh. Nafti has kind of on, me, on my... Real game does a better job than... So, uh, so I have thought, right, Sunshine, to let the winners play a game that doesn't count. I don't do it because time-wise we're playing games all over the place. I have thought that would be the answer, that a game that simply doesn't count, that actually would be a good idea, and then you'd answer that. It's a big kasha. In football, many teams know that your team doesn't, the wild card often knocks off the number one seed. It happens, it happens an un- incredible amount of time. Like, mathematically, it shouldn't happen that many times. Guys say in our tournaments, the team that loses the first game wins too many times. Times, and people like Nafti say they got more chances. They're, they're, they're in there. You could also say they're tired. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, It would come out unfair. It would come out a team was 2 and 0. It just wouldn't come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's ways of doing it. Okay. Now. You could do it like that. You could if you want. If anybody wants, but it's complex. If you have an 18 tournament, you could do two four-team tournaments. It's complicated because just too many games end up being played. If you have forever, what I would advise with eight, we don't do this algorithm because it's more games. You can make two four-team tournaments and then the winners play each other. It's just more games. If you do the math, and I've done it, it's more games. That's why we don't do it. If you have unlimited time, in the NERC, we have unlimited courts. So if I've already taken eight teams in the NERC and run two four-team tournaments, and then the winners played, it's much more fair. You have no imperfection in it. You lose my imperfection of round number three, that there's three teams left, and somebody arbitrarily got to buy. But, but the law, there's more games. So you need, okay. Now all this, Rabbi said, we're in the middle of studying Tyra, and we like fell into like this. What I want to say is I happen to like that it comes out that one and one is the same as one and oh, that you got a chance for Tashlumen. You missed the first, you got a chance. I like a world of Tashlumen. Now in the world of Tashlumen, there's a law that's fascinating. You can only make it up, you dive in the first one. I miss Shachras, dive in Mencha, then make it up. To which we all asked, just make it up. You missed, make it up. What's this that I first make up the one in front of me? What I want to say, and I'm not saying this is the reason. At the very least, it makes me think of the following point. 
I like Tashlumen, I like the chance because people aren't out of the game. And I like in Waterbury, if a guy wanted to sum up our yeshiva, that one and one is the same as one and oh is a very important thing that comes out in our yeshiva. That you fix up the Makam Shabali Chuva ain't called Mishailamid. One and one is the same as one and oh. I like that it comes out that way. In Tashlumen that you make up the next. What I want to say, Yoel, that you make up the next, is there are a lot of people who have a mistake, who have a fall, who have a difficulty, who feel stuck, that I can't go forward till I fix up. I can't go forward till I fix up. A guy makes a mistake at night, and he says I'm stuck somewhere till I fix up. And it's very, very not true thinking. And the real first step is to know that you're not stuck. Do your chiv of now. Anybody who lives life knows, do your chiv of now. You're not stuck from yesterday's mistake. You have a chiv in front of you, do your chiv. I think it's incredible that Chazal's way of tashlumen is you do your, you don't do your tashlumen first, do your new chiv, then make up. Because I think the answer to all mistakes is doing mitzvah first. People who only, um, I need to figure this out. Before I go forward, stay stuck all their life. The real answer to everybody is when you miss Meyer, it's Davin Chakras the next morning. I am dazzled that if somebody wants to get brisk on me, I don't, I'm going to say, I, I think Chazal is saying something. I think it's amazing that when you miss Meyer, you first Davin Chakras before you make up Meyer. I find that life changing. And I, if, if somebody wants to tell me Chazal meant this, I would believe that a lot. And it's, it's pretty striking that when you miss Mincha, Davin Meir first. I think that's incredible. If someone else tells me, no, 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 you're not allowed to think there, I say tough luck. Now, am I saying for sure Chazal mean this? I'm not sure. It's pretty amazing that this is the law. This is the law. Anybody who's lived life and knows about all our struggles and hears this is the law, I think that's, it's fire. That the law is, that the law... I think that's... Now, do bristers, do bristers get excited by this? I don't know. I always wonder. I think they do. Because I don't think that... I, I don't think that... No, I'm not allowed to think about it. I think they're bringing out a point, and I'm not saying everybody's the same. There'll be nafkaminas. It won't be what you're... By me, this is very important to figure this out. I want to wrap my mind, not because I'm tied that I won't keep the mitzvah or won't do the law, I'm going to do it because Hashem said, Chazal taught me. And I'm not going to be so arrogant to either say, I don't think Rev Hirsch says, for sure this is what they meant. He's studying and learning. And to me, I'm going to study the fact. To me, I can't, I, there's no way, don't think about this. I don't believe, do briskers hold as an iser to think about this? I doubt it. They hold it's not the main thought. By me, it's probably I put more importance on this thought, right? Sunshine, I put more importance on this thought. So I'm refused to just say, no, it's very weird. Don't make, first make it up. First do your chiv, then make up. To tell me, Kelsh, don't think about that, I refuse. I just, I don't accept not to think about it. I don't accept. And I don't accept that Hashem and Chazal, that Hashem wants me not to think. I don't accept that. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true. Rev Hirsch, it doesn't need... I'm a nothing. Refresh. That what? Of course. I agree with you. You're preaching to me. I believe that we're supposed to think about it. I believe if Chazal, and it does, but without the arrogance, 
the briskers have what to teach us, Viggy, because you can get very arrogant, and then you can imagine how many things were, without the influence of brisk, how many people say, well, they just meant and changed things up. Very dangerous. So we need brisk in us. We need the brisker voice. I'm not making no machlaikis, but we need the brisker voice very, very strongly because it's a danger to the other way. And when you do the other way, you'll get yelled at. Don't be afraid. I've been yelled at. And you'll get yelled at. It's good, the yellers. It's good. But I still, I learned, my Rebbe taught me this way, and you're clearly like, if we hear a law that, nope, no making up, first the chiv. So all of us can ask, um, I have a makeup, shouldn't I first make it up? Nope, nope. I'm going to think about that. Unapologetically even. Like, I'm going to think about that, with, but, but try to be influenced by brisk. First of all, Rev Hirsch, how careful he is to first study what is the law. Rev Hirsch is very careful in Chorev, don't jump. Rev Hirsch, you could jump quickly to say theories, then you didn't, you didn't study the law in detail. And, it doesn't, and Rev Hirsch is so careful that it fits the whole picture. You also could say things arbitrarily. The question on our style, what the people who don't like what we do, they'll ask, you can't be slugged up. They'll ask on us that how could you say something that intellectually can't be slugged up? And the answer to that is two things. First of all, you're right, you have to study well and it has to fit well. When you study well and you have theories that you realize it doesn't fit, then back off is one. Is important to the question that is when you say it has to be you could be slugged up. Why? Because you're not afraid to lie. You can say what you want. It creates arbitrary. We don't want arbitrary. The second point that I have to say with is that you have to hold yourself to an honesty in saying things that you're not inventing and stopping in, that this law brought out in you something and was directed you somewhere, or from Rev Hirsch speaks out, it has to be you have a good makar to what you're saying. If your makar is elsewhere from Tyra, so it's a truth. But you have to hold yourself to a standard and to make sure that you're not just, that it's mamish what you honestly thought and honestly brings out. This idea, this makeup idea, I have seen to so many people who feel trapped and feel stuck in their place, I think is a huge part, and I have many mechairists to this. We do Aseris Yimei only after Rosh Hashanah. We're headed Rosh Hashanah, then Aseris Yimei Any thinking person, Aseris Yimei should be before Amam Hashem, is mamish what we just said. First the chiyav, then the makeup. Rosh Hashanah before Aseris Yimei so that's mamish, what Chazal are saying. First the chiv, then the makeup. First the chiv, then the makeup. That's what Chazal are saying. I think there's a lot there. That's it. I think there's a lot there. Again, we got to get the law. We got to be brisk. We got to get the law. But there's an important, there's an important lesson that lies there.
I wanna, I wanna give a piece of advice. I'm looking at guys. We've sat together for a whole year, a lot. Nachi and I have sat now for a year straight. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every day of the week. Nachi has sat there for many, many, many hours, and we were zayichet to study a lot of Torah together for a year straight. B'siyata d'shmayim, and. He's going to Eretz Yisrael, and a lot of the Chevra are going to Eretz Yisrael amongst other places, but specifically some of the Chevra here, we've sat a long time. Yaakov Minolah sat for a year straight. My Shraver has not just sat through them, has taped all them and resent them out, and minus when I say things off color. a little bit what really we're trying to do with Musr every day and really describe what I think is going forward. Going forward, an important task. It has, there's two milas to being very aware. What I'm about to describe, it has two milas. I don't want to like say everything's one. I don't like just even before I made everybody, we're not, the different shittas and, and in the two milas, if somebody says it's really one, I don't love running to things like that. I don't want to like mush everything. There's two, but there are two milas in doing what we do here and in continuing to do it in your life. And I want to speak about this. It's very important anything we're doing to plan before and to think what you're trying to do. To plan before and have a clear picture of what am I trying. We just described tournaments. I'm happy to share with you the algorithms. It's important to me we're going to a basketball court. What am I trying to do? What, how, and, and how do I best do it? I want guys to get to run around and play, so we figured out a system that a guy doesn't just play one game. I like thought and people, you, you're speaking. What do you, I, once, I once had to give a very difficult speech, a very, very difficult speech. It was, it was to Almanay, single parents who had lost a, a husband. And, and I was talking about raising their children. And I spoke to the guys what I could say to them. These are people who have been through a difficult sorrow. It was a, it was a, they had a Shabbaton together, they were all almanis. 
They were all ladies who had lost a spouse, raising children themselves. And I spoke to the guys about what can I do at that meeting? What could we do in an hour? You have an hour to talk to them. And I, you watch people, they're nervous, this, that. Practically plan out, and it doesn't always mean you'll be, you need siyata the Shema, you need to pray for your success. But there's a target, and thought is done. What can I do? How can I do it? I've watched Rai Sun and Shine for years speak at places, and it's very clear that he thought through the situation, and there was some plan. We sometimes execute, sometimes we don't, but there was a thought. Hey, we're sitting together, and there's a thought. We, we come together in Eretz Yisrael. So there's a plan, there's a thought. Hey, we're sitting. By the way, sometimes I always plan out, the, I try to plan out the speeches. I lahed you don't plan, Shalashudas. Because I want to be very in the moment, and Shalashudas is just whatever happened. And whatever happens, just let it go. That's also a thought and why that would be so. But the, to think through situations, what you're trying to do, what you're trying, you're much more effective in everything you do. The Messiah Sharm describes not doing mitzvahs bepissim, not doing them suddenly. I'm engaging something. I came home late once Hanukkah with my kids. Like, okay, we're late, man, light. No, 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 I'm not lighting like that. I'm just not. I dance with the kids so like we could decide to light. We could like, what are we doing? What's happening? It needs like a yishvadas. I, I did not have my best graduation this year. It was my favorite, amazing year. Graduation was tough on me. We came late. The buses came late for when graduation was scheduled. We all came late just the way it worked out, and I couldn't settle down. I, so it was very, I need time to like, I couldn't wrap, it took me, I couldn't wrap my mind around the event. It was beautiful, because the guys are beautiful, but I couldn't, I wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't have the yish of hadas, of like what I'm about to do, what we're trying to do. It was just, it was so, and you need a yish of hadas, to get in there, to like set what I'm about to do, a good yeshiva das. Kiddush Friday night, I like that there's a little time. I like, I don't like coming home making kiddush. Like, kiddush is, is electric. What happens by your family getting together with all, just the family gathering until it's magical. I love that there's Shalom Aleichem and Eshe Schayel. Maybe you could do four more songs. Like, just like engage the moment, like prepare for the moment, think the moment. And anything you do, the more you can think through what you're doing, it's very, very, very helpful to then engage the moments. That there's a thought, what we're about, and in many ways, to learn Musr every day is a chiddush nifla. Musr every day, when every day we have different topics and conversations. There's certainly, certainly, the, the big, the, the Bali Musr had a shmooze once a week. It's not really, we're not trying exactly to do that once a week schmooze, there's a big mila. Revolva would not, did not, I don't know all his schedule, I'm not speaking for a place of no, and he could, he, it could be he did what we're doing also. I like starting with Limerat Torah in the morning, and really what we're trying to do is to focus on what we're going to do the rest of the day. It's much more a morning check-in, or these days we start doing the afternoon, just thinking what we're doing and what we're busy with, rather than a classic Musr of the point is a certain point that I want the whole yeshiva thinking about this point and this topic we're working on, there exists some of that and we do that probably once a week. 
But much more importantly to me is that we're not robotic. I want chiyos in our avodah. I want an energy, and there's a certain chiyos. You will watch people, yeshiva guys are wonderful people, and each one that's in a yeshiva learning Torah, but you see people who don't have a chiyos, a fire, a passion, and a lot is not a clarity. What am I doing? The, and being a good boy is not enough. My Rebbe proud, my mother is so proud, it will get a good shidduch. That doesn't create a lot of chiyus. And the chiyus of somebody who's trying to do something, trying to head somewhere, trying to get somewhere, you're fired. The more specific, in learning, I speak to Akiva, I want to get a certain, I'm going to the mirror, there's a certain thing in learning I want to pick up. Excellent, excellent. Excellent. It's funny, I drive to Yeshiva now, half hour, 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, depends on, during COVID it was a half hour, because traffic ended for a year. There was no traffic for a year. I'm back to now 40 minutes. Traffic returned. You were going to weddings in the middle of rush hour. For a year, traffic left. Now, traffic's back. I thought it might stay, no traffic. I thought people would work from home and the attitudes would change. Traffic is back in full. Geschmack. So now it's 40 minutes, it used to be 30. It's an extra phone call to a parent. Lemay said, and the travel has frustrating parts. I want to get to Yeshiva for a guy to begin with, scheduling's hard. The 40 minutes makes it very hard. And it's not just 40 minutes, it's a psychological game that even when I decide to be there, I'm still not there for 40 minutes, it's harder. It gives an extra step, is complicated to the brain. It's a long story for itself. But it's a 40-minute trip and certainly has its frustrations. A tremendous mila, both going to yeshiva and coming home, is I have more opportunity to think. And, it, and, and you're more powerful the more you think. I become principal many more times. I decide to teach. I don't, I, I don't want to teach today because of yesterday's decision. I've decided to, become, to teach Torah. I've decided to give Musarad many more times because of a 40-minute trip. You, you're going home. I decide to be a father and a husband. You could zone into things and plan. It's hard to do every day, and sometimes you're on the phone all the time. But it gives an up. The more that there's thought to what I want to do, to where I want to go, the more powerful you are, the more successful you are. A lot of the Musa that was every day to learn Musa, a lot of what we're doing, I would say the basic of what we're doing is I don't want guys to be robotic in Yeshiva. And we're setting out, and Reb Chaim Velazhin describes that a learner of Torah, this is the, one of the purposes, with the purposes of Musa, as Reb Chaim Velazhin and Ev Shechaim explains, and that's really what we're doing every day is I don't want to be robotic in the rest of our day, so we're really being kaiveya that we're, we're firing towards something. There are things we're trying to do. Two guys sit down by Seder Gemara, and one guy's trying to be a good boy, and he, like, he hopes for a good machlaikis, and he's missing like a certain chaos, certain energy sits down. The sincere guy who's trying to understand Torah better, he's made a decision, he wants to embrace and engage Torah, He's not, he, he, the natural jealousy, the chavrusa, who's smarter, and all different distractions. 
but he has a focus on the yes. I want to understand that. I want to connect Hashem's Torah. I want to be better at it. He's so much easier to push away distractions of who's a better chavrusa, of a frustrating day that I'm not getting it so cool. There's something I'm pursuing. It's not going to be easy. It doesn't mean every day is, is, is fire, but I'm headed somewhere. It gives a focus, a drive, an energy. And the more we can be clear, the things we're trying to do in learning, in davening, in midas, and I'm trying to do something, the more effective you'll be in doing it. That's one. You'll just have more success. I'm a guy, I'm very frustrated if a ball's hit to an outfielder and he didn't think before in a single, where am I throwing it? And you could tell the player who didn't think before. The ball's hit to how many outs is it? What base am I throwing? If it's hit to me, there was a plan. You're much more effective when you've thought before. The good players have thought it out. The ball's hit the short. He knows, am I throwing? He's not deciding once it's hit him. He's observing and has thought before, and you're very effective. You're smooth. The ball's hit to you. Ready? There's first and second. I'm a shortstop. I want to get that lead runner at third. If there are two outs, the guy from second's running on the pitch. I'm not going to get him. I want to get the guy at first. You've made the cal- simple calculations. You're very effective then. It's hit to you. You know what you're doing. It's first and second. It's two outs. He's running on the pitch. So then you're not going to third, and you have to decide, am I holding the runner, am I faking to first and getting him? But before I knew what I was going to do, and you're just much more effective when you've thought it before. A lot of our muster is to have people engage a day that there's thought, that there's, we're doing something, and sometimes we just have our days, and the muster helps us zone us in, we're doing something and pursuing. It creates a person who's much more fiery. There's a certain drive and an energy I'm pursuing something. And each of us have our own set of goals and you're just much more, there's much more drive to you. You're pursuing something. A second gain in doing this, there's a lot in anything we try, there are frustrations. There's a tough day. There's, a, there's always frustration and it just takes time to get anything that we set our minds to. The more that I'm headed somewhere, lets me step back and be besimcha that I'm headed somewhere. The more that I, if, if, if the guy is just trying to be a good boy, doesn't even know what he's headed towards, doesn't like, has very little in the way of goals. There's a certain lifelessness. He's missing a chiyos. And then in all the struggles, it's even hard to say, Baruch Hashem, I'm fighting. There is a beauty, a tremendous beauty to the fact that I'm in this struggle to grow. I'm so, Ashreinu Matoiv Chelkeinu. And it gives a tremendous simcha when he's reminded of his overall goal. I'm so thankful that I'm in this, I don't have to call it a game and only in the Mashiach, I'm in this opportunity and this is my matara. that's awesome. That's awesome. And the more he like focused on Matari, he could step back from the failures and successes and actually just celebrate more and be thankful what I'm about. That he ha- this guy walking around has more simcha in what he's about because he's attuned to what he's about. It pulls us, there's going to be struggle and anything you strive for. There'll be struggle, there'll be difficulties, there'll be setbacks, there'll be re- refiguring out, is this the way to get where I want? But then I'll step back, this is so beautiful. What am I into? What is my drive? What am I about? How gorgeous is that? 
it allows for more passion, more fire in your avayda, much more energy. You're, you're doing something. You're headed somewhere. Two people at work. And one guy just wants to collect his paycheck and what to do. The la- that guy's sitting at work and he, he'll get a paycheck, by the way. He'll get a paycheck. The guy will get schar from Hashem. I tend to think the chevri here are more shleimei adas. The way that motivates the guys. So the paycheck, not to make fun of it, you'll see people in yeshiva lifeless. They get schar. It's beautiful. It's just a shame that the guy could be more fire and more passionate probably get more schar, and much more importantly, he'll, he'll be in a, in a matzav of schar. He'll be a, he's an evidence. Ani abducha ben amasecha, ano abdud kudshabrichu. He's mamish, he's serving, and he's, he's passionately serving. It's important to have a clarity what I'm trying to get, a sense of what I'm trying to get in, in different areas, both in my Torah, where I see myself getting to, Understand, it's going to take a long time. Understand you have a plan. Don't change your plan o- o- over and over. Stick it through. Stick it through if you see any adjustments. The more that I came to that, say that I'm headed somewhere. Now then you'll have all the distractions that are there. The jealousy, he's smarter, I'm smarter, always comes into Chavrusa Shavs. That he's slowing me down, he's to this. And by the way, as long as you learn with the guy who you'll see won't have the chios. You could work through that also. You see a guy, you'll almost feel sad. You wish, and don't, don't give Musser, he'll learn from you. He'll see a person who's like trying to head somewhere. In his getting this year, there's something he's building, a greater connection to Hashem's Torah, a, a great, that he understands it better. It brings out, and Harus is like, wow. And you'll meet people who don't have a chaos. You'll meet someone, and he's a beautiful person. And he really is doing it for all the right reasons. He forgot to think about that. For all different reasons, it's so helpful that you're focused. There's a matara, there's a plan. You're much more effective. There's more energy, more passion, more sincerity. That seder is different. I really want to understand Hashem's tire. Now, you'll still have your distractions, but you could easier go back to what I, yes, want. A certain focus. What am I trying to get? I have this thing, I don't want guys to take shliach mitzvah money. So it sounds like a shticky, ah, I don't let guys take. It's all this sugya. I don't care if the guy ends up taking. I care that he's sticking. I am a shliach mitzvah. I'm going for a purpose. And then define. So why am I going? Then you don't need to be turned in with your Aunt Lily's dollar into a shliach mitzvah. You are a shliach mitzvah. You're going to learn to tell you the best shliach mitzvah. Your plane is safe. I'm going with a focus. There's something I'm trying for. Again, that, that focus, it allows also to step out of the, of the grappling to say, Baruch Hashem, that I have such a matara and such a direction and such a focus that I'm in this Baruch Hashem. So I wanted a chazer that with the guys at the end of our year of learning Musr together. I wanted a chazer this because I want guys to, in their own way to bring this into your life in your own way, to bring it into your life. However it, you, it takes for you to do this, this is our way of collectively doing it in your private life to figure out a matara, stick at it, and come what you're trying to do and stay focused on it. And then the hard work. And every once in a while, step back and say, Baruch Hashem, this is what I'm busy with, that this is my matara, this is what I'm about. That's 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 Hashem. I wanted to say that all of us see Yad Hashem in our lives. Any, any intelligent person sees Hashkachas Hashem in our life. 
And it's important to witness Hashem, to experience Hashem, to see the Yad Hashem in our life is important, is big. I could tell you that with our Chabura, it's like a different Anhaga from Hashem. It's different. And the norm is, all of us, there's a, there's a massive of Hester, Hashem's hiding, and we see Hashem, Hashem, and that's how Hashem does it on purpose. There's a massive that Hashem hides, and we see Him, He doesn't show, that's to create the challenges of our life. I have seen with the Chabura collectively, Ashkachas Hashem, that's in a different type of Anhaga. I've, I've seen it many, I can give countless examples of the Anhaga that's, that's wild. It's just like more open, like Hashem Nisim and Anhaga that's just different. My father's a very practical person. I asked him a shayla about yeshiva. To it. He said, your place is, is a nice place. Go with the Anhaga Nisis. He told me, you don't, don't, don't it's different. And we've just seen Ashkachas Hashem, that's, that's wild. By Fort Log, the world was in uproar. We were like, we were like in this, we were in Ananiya Kavit, Kipshutai Mamish, with Mun, with, with Beirei Shalmiriam, it was filled. It was a different Anag. I literally feel the mirror, they describe, the Alta mirrors describe the mirror during a time the world was in, on fire. It was wild. Fort Log was like, miraculous there was like a bubble of normalcy of love of of just it was wild what was going on and we've seen a tremendous anhaga and again a brisker might say don't ask why just thank hashem i have to say that what i believe is that a group of people that are sincerely trying to serve hashem that despite challenges that are real, that are, that are practical and there, that are trying, I shouldn't even say despite, that are turning challenges into opportunities of success, that this is something Hashem is winking at. And, and, and not, winking's, well, no, he's not winking. Winking's like from far. This is something he's kissing and hugging, getting excited, not to point that out and be impacted by that in our private life. For anybody who wants to say they don't observe this hanhaga, okay, it could be. I could say what I've been observing is I see miracles and the people Hashem has sent, all the different people into our lives, the, the, the right ones in the right way. I've watched, this summer I punked was watching a lot, man, he's whole chabura. That's chabura, Akiva Klein, Gershi Liv, I'm, I'm watching Gershi Liv. I'm watching that whole chevra, really green. Well, the chevra, the, the whole chemoyo, the whole chevra. And Hashem put together like a beautiful group. Beautiful Shlai Maguri of Hashem put the Sreli Stern. I'm watching this particular. But I'm watching the Chabura. I'm watching the Chabura. You've come, Joshi Blatter, the Rosh Hashim, of course. I'm watching. I'm watching the other names, the other names. I, I asked Michiel to leave out. I'm watching, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. And I watch a group that each one from the chant, like the put together is not a normal, there are normal things. A guy grows up in a community and a group of like-minded people go to a place. We're like a funnier place. Anybody ended up here, 14 people say, it's Yahar Bal Yavar, don't step in. Another four people said, Yahar Bal Yavar, not to go. It's, it's a sogyu. And the Rabbi Shalom puts together groups and arranges and puts together people and the right people and the people who come together. 
in an, ama- an incredible way, there's a different anhaga. I have seen a different anhaga than anything I've seen in my private life. And certainly we see Yad Hashem, and He's in all our lives, in a, just as real, just as much, but harder to see. And in the Chabura, in the way the anhaga of the Chabura, from Rav Weiss's generosity and kindness and the person, to all the different, this summer we've gotten to experience, where Zechariah Sunshine is here, and the sophistication that he's provided for everybody in our Chabur, from the guys who are Zeichir to speak, to all the friends they influence with a sophisticated approach to life's questions and challenges. We've sat here all summer, Binyamin, Rabbi Yamin Siegel came and what he's done for our Chabura, found by Rai Sunshine, and many met countless. We sat here all summer, Rev Ezi has brought a chaos and an excitement and a positivity. <laughs> Ravezi has taught, Ravezi has taught, amidst Nisyanus, amidst serious challenges and overwhelming challenges and optimism and a positivity and a chaos amidst challenge, the exact people that we need, when we need. I have seen, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you a nothing thing, I could endless, I've seen miracles. This year a Bachar comes to Yeshiva, listen to this, if, if, but I, this is like, this is like garnished. A bakr comes to yeshiva. Listen to this exact story. Anybody, Vicky could say, Eidos, Yaakov, Manila. A bakr comes to yeshiva and he's crazy into hockey. He's a hockey player. He loves hockey. His father is a man of means and correctly said, this bakr needs hockey. He's an ice hockey player. This guy needs hockey. Hockey in his life, important, which is true. So we need a hockey team. Give all the... We need a hockey team. This guy needs hockey. Now, there's a friend of mine in Rice, Sun and Shine, who's, been, who's, very, who's sick now. He needs reform. He's somebody who loves hockey, runs a hockey camp. Hockey's his, his chios. And he's, he's somebody who just went through a divorce, was looking to put his talent somewhere. I'm telling you just a true story. This is like bubkas and what. This is like, so he comes to Waterbury, and we're looking for a shtel. He's a talented guy. He comes. Now remember, hockey is his thing. Okay. Now there's this kid who comes. His father decides he's going to fund this sadik who's very generous and a man of means. So he funds a hockey team. This guy, this yid comes, and he's a hockey coach. Hey, shedach, boom. See, now he was coming and needed to come. He told me, he told me that it saved my life. He told me that it saved my life. It was a very good outlet. He did a lot with it. So he becomes a from a hockey coach. He becomes the coach. A Bachar in Yeshiva, who he discussed a lot, was always looking, felt that he had leadership qualities. He's one of our Hevra. And he's always looking. He happens to love hockey. And the year before, he tried to put a hockey team together. We were 0-4 team. We didn't win a game. We couldn't practice. We had no money for it. But this, he felt, he's now running the hockey. He's the main guy putting it together with the coach, with the guy who needs hockey. And all of a sudden, we have a hockey team in Waterbury. Now, in this year, punked in the world, sports were shut down. There was no basketball team, sport much. We had the preseason. The league was shut down. Now, sports serves a gishmaka role. Guys rally around it, both coming to games and cheering it on. And being part of it, it's a gishmaka opportunity. Just, it builds excitement and unity, and at the very least, is a fun night out. 
On the year all this happens, all of sports is shut down. Hockey, for whatever reason, we're not in a school league. And the hockey was able to go on a beautiful season. And the guys rallied the Wolfpack. 60, 70, 80 guys are going to the Wolfpack game. It's much closer. We're normally traveling to New York. All expenses are paid because this year's father, this Sadik, his son needs it. And we had a hockey season that was like very geschmack in the school. We made the playoffs. Dave, Dave is coaching what he needs. Guys, Baruch Rosberg was a life-changing experience for him. Uh, the guys are frummer. There are people whose grandchildren are going to be frummer because of this hockey season. You understand? And you understand that we have Nisim that are not... Now, I look at Kalish, geschmack. I don't know hockey. I didn't know about the team. And then things happen and you look like you're such a gishma. You get it, you're rolling. In the year, there are no sports. What about a kid came to the yeshiva, a visitor, spoke, a kid who loves sports. He said, my school shut down. I heard your sports was because you guys are such a ch- And I fell. You push it, chap, taki. I'm like, I push it, I'm a, such a bright guy. We figured out, we, we like push it, we turned to ice hockey. Like, I, we must have had a lot of meetings. And right, Brownstein's brilliant. But this... There's only one. <laughs> like, we're mamish, we look so brilliant that we pivoted to ice hockey in such a chachm. This is garnished. This is like, it's not garnished, but compared the Nisim, there's a different anhaga. There's a different anhaga from Hashem. I've seen it. I've seen a different anhaga than anything I've seen in my life. You just sit back, you have back seats, and you're like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I say to the guys that there's what to learn from it in our private lives. First of all, the same Hashem is in your life. He just wants you to work a little harder to see it. But more importantly is what's the pshat in this Anhaga? And it seems obvious that when a group of B'nai Torah are trying to find him, so then he shows himself. Wouldn't that be obvious? That a group of sincere people are trying to find him, so then he shows himself. That, that's, then he shows himself. And I've seen such, like, Seattle the Shmaya, and the way, in the people that show up that give to the yeshiva. Chaim Guru was working a year, a year ago. He decides that he's going to, whatever his cheshbainus, and, and the amount he did in yeshiva was spectacular. Johnny has his cheshbainus. He makes what he created in yeshiva spectacular. And I've watched it, there's, there's, only, there's a brilliant organizer, and it's just the truth. It's just the truth. There's not even like a pretend of somebody who's thinking. There's not a pretend on the hockey. If it was my idea, Sashem so put the idea in my mind, but that would be Hester, because at least you'd see somebody's idea. This isn't, there's no pretend here. There's no pretend. What happens here, this is what I say is the difference. See, in our own life, you'll think of the idea, and I'll think to make hockey, and then it turned out, well, this is Vaitra Hashem, who gave you the idea and the Yechailas. Here, it doesn't even work, it, it works different, like nothing I've seen in my life. I'm waiting, like, what's Hashem, gonna, what's his plans? This is, I planned it out, Hashem, and just get back. It could be part of the Siyat Deshmaya is that we take a bacher, even if he's bad for the yeshiva, and it could be, I suspect that's part of the Siat Deshmaya, that guys apply who are bad for reputation, bad, it's bad in a financial way, and, and maybe many would reject, and it's going to cause reputation trouble, profound ones, and we take him nonetheless. And it could be, that might be liked by Hashem, inclusivity might be liked by Hashem. I have that theory that Hashem likes inclusivity. I think I have a sense that Hashem likes that.
have such a sense. And that is a theory of the yeshiva, and that might be, that might be, but I, the, the, the most important point is the sincerity of the chavir. That's the most important point. And I want guys to take that into his life. We discussed manikana kolkan. I want guys to take that when a person sincere, Hashem gives siyata the shmai. B'bder shadam writes a leilch malich, and I say, look for it in your own life, bring it into your own life. When a guy is sincerely grown, what we have is a chabura, the anhaga is vild. If you notice, we've been eating steaks. This is not normal. It's not normal. Not a normal thing. Now you should certainly just enjoy. But there's something. Something's happening. If it's there's there's something happening, and while it's happening, soak it in. The people that come here. We had Rabbi Thaler. He's not here. There's not a flattery. You had this Talmud Chacham was willing to be flexible. It's a very rare breed. He's a serious organized, and we need that structure and that base. He's willing to put up with the, the, the craziness, my own crazy schedule. He tries, tell me early as possible what we're learning. I want to teach. I want to prepare. Like with 48 hours, like remember to tell him something. And then he works his head off and figures he's a Talmud Chacham, figures it out. And I'm not making a shita. I have to be more wrong. That's a chet. That's an avera. And I have to do mine to be a better person, to help our chabura better. But Dan Hage here is not normal. Dan Hage, and that I believe is from the sincerity of the chevra. And the people that was zeichet to the love, right? Sun and shine comes, this world-class thinker. And, and a person who's not just a thinker, but a, an Oyved Hashem brings his mishpacha, an honest, growing person who's willing to talk about, willing to share with us, and joins our Chavur we were this year. The Anhaga is not normal. It's nothing that I've seen. Again, we all have Nisim in our life, but it's harder to see. Here it's like, it's like this story with the hockey is one of, I can give you, I could write books and books and books. Um, if you trust me, the hockey thing was like, you could go on a, last summer, are you Lashins? But I just seen these, Rev Elia Brudni shows up. He came last year. Now, we're Zaycha, then Rev came to Arachabura. That was a tremendous chizuk. One of the Manhige Yisrael came here. Uh, don't let that be lost on you. I have more energy because Rev Elia Brudni came here. Now, why did he come here last year? To ask us a taiva that Arya Lashinsky should come to the yeshiva. So he comes. Arya Lashinsky learned with a lot of guys this year, and the base Medrash was stark because of Arya. But we're just used to, like, Dan Haga is different. It's different. Things happen. So with Elia Brudny, we get him. He now is part and giving chizuk and saying, I want to come more. <laughs> okay, like, and there's nobody's plan other than the Rabbani Shalom. Hashem, And then Arya comes, learns, energizes the entire base Medrash. You could write books on like miracles that don't make sense. And they all make sense because they're Rabbi Nishlam, when they're sincere people who are in an authentic way trying to grow, so Hashem helps. Reb Noah Weinberg would say all the time, like almost frustratingly to people, if, if, you're, if you're driving and your father controls the lights, he's going to make a lot of green lights. He would just like say it, he was like, but he was like frustrated, like, that, I, I understand this frustration. Like, do you understand? That a person sincerely serves Hashem, he's going to make a lot of green lights. And when it's a red light, it's just an accident he's holding you back from. Understand that. Understand this Hanhaga, it shouldn't be lost on you. It is not normal to come to a camp and somebody just dresses you up with as much gear as you want. And 
it's not a normal anhaga in any which way. There's something that's being said here. And there's stories, the hockey story, a book could be written on the hockey season easily. I was in the line, I, I, I didn't go to games. It's a story for itself. And I went to the last game. And it was magical. The parents of the air was magical. In the locker room after the last game, the conversation, the team was talking. Guys describing this changed my life. There, wasn't, there was no pretend talk. Guys were crying in the locker room, describing that I'd never been part of such a chevreshaft. The care, you've pulled me in. It was, it was, I didn't say a word. I listened, I didn't say a word. I sat there like a fly on the wall, just... And the whole miracles, how it happened, and the whole school's there cheering, coming together. In a year, there's no sports, though. <laughs> and hockey, for that reasons also, people are much less scared about hockey. It's freezing, it's less likely to catch. There's a whole bunch of svaras. But I'm just telling you what happened, and who's, who's, who's I think? So, Ray Brownstein's brilliant. It was not his Einfall. It was simply a parent, the kid came, asked Dave Beitler, what? Ask him, he has a son that he wanted part of the yeshiva, loves coaching. And they paid. <laughs> the story is you could write a book on the hockey team. It would be a bestseller. It would be like a Disney because it's not so believable. Like it's too. I, I, I told the Bacher, a Bacher had a certain view of the world. I told him, this world's Disney. Things go so well. It's Disneyland. I know, to, I know we have to work to see that it's Disneyland, but it's Disney. It's a Disney movie, the world. The story, the endings. I always ask Yisrael Mayer when he's. When he's are the good guys winning? If he's busy watching something, so the good guys, he says the good guys always win. I want him to chazer that a lot, because it's true. Because it's true. Because it's true. We have to see it, and the story is an eternal story, and Hashem will show us that the good guy wins. He'll show us. He'll show us all different ways. But um, I wanted to publicly thank Hashem for this anhaga, and I wanted to publicly ask you, if you don't observe this anhaga, okay. And if you say, Kalish, you're in your head, you're seeing it's not there, okay? So that's what, fine. I'm telling you what I see. I'm sharing you what I see. I say if you see it, don't, brisk is great, but ask yourself, what is this anhaga? I suspect if Hashem's Neigwe wants us to ask, what's this anhaga? And I suspect that the simple answer is a group of people fighting through challenges, trying to serve, and Hashem's hugging it and encouraging it. So if Hashem's encouraging it, let's stay at it. So I give all of us a bracha. First, would be a birchas hadith, but maybe as a shliach tzibur. I give the guys, every one of us, a bracha that they're nisayinists. It's a world of nisayinists. Don't be afraid of nisayinists. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't be shamed. Don't be, you're very in the game. One and one is the same as one and oh. You're very in the game. Don't be, don't, there's so much shame today, so much sense of I'm out of the game. Everybody's in the game. But you, you don't know more. I'm out of the game, but sure, you're very in the game. You're very, very in the game. I'll close, I'll close, I'll tell you very in the game with something that I've told the guys before, but for those that, it's worth it if two guys here didn't hear it. Right, Son and Shine, two of his Talmidim, if you want to understand this impact on us all, you heard him Shabbos, and I'm thanking him, two of his Talmidim are from the main force in Yeshiva, right, with Snicky and Rai Shapiro, a bold Talmidim of Hakim of Rai Son and Shine. So, to understand, you say, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to Rai Son and Shine. If you spoke to Rai with Snicky all year, you were busy in a deep, intimate conversation with Rai Son and Shine. So, I want to tell you a story. I don't know if I ever told you this, I probably did. There's a mother's chat in the Masifta. The mother's chat, an incredible place. My wife's on it for six years. Chazdei Hashem, I have a son coming again. So my wife will stay on the chat. So 
There's, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. It's a very holy place. Mothers give each other chizuk and encouragement. It's a very, very holy place. Of course, the ladies do it for years. Us men wake up and the men started the chat. I don't know what goes on there. I'm sure it's a wonderful place. I've never been on it. Even I'm a father in the Masifta, but I don't want to crush honest conversation. And if Dan Kalish, at least the mothers don't know, I look at it from time to time. <laughs> and now they do. But, um, <laughs> but, the, but <laughs> now they do. Oh, right, but, Maish Rebbe has a lot of decisions always. Like, if you wonder, he always looks deep at thought. <laughs> That's good. That's outstanding. Okay, excellent, excellent. Maish now, till five. We're having, we have a basketball tournament, two to four. Maish is going to be clearing over here. <laughs> okay, you'll ask my son and show whether that should stay in or not. I don't know. But the father's chat... <laughs> The father started a chat, I'm not on. The kitzer is that I get a call from somebody frantic. They, to get through, you can imagine it's frantic. So they, they, I get a call from somebody and they tell me that on the father's chat, there's a father wrecking havoc, that for days he's very much slamming the yeshiva. And I like that he expressed and he said a very good kasha. They're quiet to wrongdoing. How could they is the chiyav? We learned this summer one of the sugyos teichacha, and he said shtika kaida. How they quiet to wrongdoing, and he was like tining, and nobody had a good answer. People started answering, and he was like rejecting and very stark. And for days he's wrecking havoc. There's a negativity and a kasha unanswered. That fathers are saying you have a good point, very good tining, and it's very important. Whenever you're doing something, hear what somebody, don't write off people. The man's a good man. And hear what's being said. Hear what's being said. It's a bomb cash on Waterbury. Bomb cash, you're quiet to wrongdoing. That's a very important question. I spoke in a school and a Rebbe stood up. There was honest conversation. He said, you are a dangerous man. So, okay, let, let me hear why, you know. So the guy says, if you respect somebody who's doing wrongdoing, you're, you're validating wrongdoing. You're very dangerous. That's a very sophisticated question. Very sophisticated and needs a serious conversation and, and needs thought. Maybe you're doing the wrong thing. So it's very important. This guy, father's asking a bomb, Kasha. It's funny they called frantic. I like the chats for those Kashas. And not even for us to give an answer. I like to chat that. Your laddie asked bomb cashes, and maybe he's right, and maybe we'll change something. Maybe we will. Very good. Very good. So it's not like, it's not like a problem. Nonetheless, it's good to have discussions. I was very, very overwhelmed at the time with some stuff in my life, and didn't feel I had the Yeshiva Das till I get involved. So I went to Ray Shapiro, and I asked him, can you do me a favor? Could you respond? Send it to me, and I'll get it sent to the chat. So he said, okay. I, should and I told him, he said, what's the Indian? He's a very thought-out person. I told him the Indian. And he sent the response to me. I sent it to the chat. What did I Shapiro say? I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not saying exact. I, I told you the story. I, said, I never told you the story. You'll have nachas when you tell him. Listen to what he said. Listen to what he said. There's something called, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying it exact. I actually, the recording's out there. You can listen exact. I'm bringing out what he said. There's something called nonverbal learning disability. If you know about nonverbal, it's on the spectrum of autism. It's not autism, but it might probably on the spectrum. It's people, they tend to talk a lot, 
they um, talking a lot would not be this for sure, but they don't pick up nonverbal cues. In conversation, a lot of conversation is nonverbal. I can't stand the phone. You might have realized that. I, can't, I don't like the phone. I don't do well on the phone. Talking to my kids and they the phone frustrates me. People have said if you had like the picture phone, it's better for this. The, a lot of conversation is nonverbal. And I thrive like seeing people, shiurim, not in person, are very hard for me. I am not talking and, oh, oh, you're here. Oh. I'm talking to Akiva. I'm having a conversation with Hillel. So I need to see response, what guys are saying and feel there's a back and forth. Most of conversation is not verbal. A lot of an argue percentage, smile, people move their body away. You know, the Rebbe doesn't pick up that you want the conversation over for like two hours and he's going. You've made every son your body sideways. You're saying, I'm going. And he's like, ignoring. You're standing. Side. Most people don't talk like in a T. He's this way and you're this way. You were saying like, you got to a point after, you almost can turn your back at that point. I'll still go like, you turned away. But um, a lot of dialogue is nonverbal. Nonverbal learning disability don't pick up nonverbal cues. It's, that's, that's how it is. They don't pick up. It's a disability and they don't pick up that which is not stated. Right? Shapiro said to the guy, that we have conversations with your children and you should have with yours that are not with words, that are deep. You have shouting matches, not with words, that you're just clueless about, he told his father. So I want to explain, when a guy, when a guy comes to my shir and he comes without a yarmulke, he's shouted something, he's mad, with, quiet, he mildly sits down. He has screamed in my face, he's cursed me out, and he said, you rabbi, I am out of the game. If you know the exploration I did with the Shabbat I'm out of the game. I'm out of the game of Steiging, the, the base Medrash. I'm out! And I want you to know that. And he's yelled something in my face. When I calmly open some maral and share this delicate point about Shiluach Hakan. I shouted in his face. We're nose to nose in a shouting match. You're not picking it up. The kid picks it up. I pick it up. And all the guys know we're shouting. I'm saying you're in the game. And buddy, you're in the game. Your challenge, I have the same challenge. I relate to your challenges. You think, oh, we, your challenges exist in the base medrash. They're here. They're part of our... You're very in the game. We've no, we've, we, we're in a fight. He said, I know the next day he's going to be more abrasive. He's going to come with a loudspeaker and put it down and it's playing dirty music. Dirty music's the third day. Usually the first is just loud music. When that doesn't work, the next day it's dirty music. There's a fight. And I proceed to open another safer. He said, we're shouting. We're throwing punches, haymakers. And you have a nonverbal learning. You don't, you don't pick, you say, you're quiet to wrongdoing. We've spoken. We've spoken a lot. A lot. You don't pick up that we've spoken. You, you missed the whole conversation. Understand that after two months of shouting, the kid says, I guess you're right, I'm in the game. And he comes with a yarmulke without music and learns Torah. That's what Rai Shapiro said. It was a brilliant. I played, I asked him the shows and played out this book. Played it for the I asked him Rishos and played it for the guys. His, he, was, he was nice. He did not rip, but he explained very, very well in his... So 
Yeah, clear. You heard it. Yeah, it was clear and slow, and he just explained that what you're saying, silence the thing. You just don't know conversation. That there's a lot that you're just not picking up on. He explained it on the chat and said, learn how to have conversations without cr- criticizing and knocking, much healthier conversations much better ones that are stated deeper and pa- more powerful than ones with your words. And he explained it well. And parents, my understanding, again, I'm not on the chat, is there was, there was very, there, a lot was learned. A lot was learned. So that was from a student of Rabbi Sunshine. I am saying, I, I am saying that the siyata d'shmaya, the siyata d'shmaya that we've experienced is incredible. I think that Haga that we have in our Chabura is because all the Bnei Torah, all the Bnei Torah, there's no such thing called word. There's no outsider in this room. There's no such thing called Waterbury. Waterbury is a made-up word. It's some city in Connecticut. It doesn't mean anything. Any Ben Torah. Shai is, is one of the Hebra. We're all, we're, we're in, we're in Shai. There's no, there's no word. There's no word. There's no such Metzius called Waterbury. There's just Bnei Torah, sincere people who want to grow. There's no, there's no Metzius. Rary Goodstein came here and was the whole camp. He was, he was the camp. The camp was him. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's only a mitzvah of sincere, authentic people who want to grow. And to a group like that, Gav came back. Gav is the Chaburas. We're part, just, and I could say that, that people, people willing to be honest, there's an age, there's a lot of challenges. It's, a, it's an oil Anasayan, and today with shame and closing up and covering up and ignoring, and a group that actively is going out there and engaging and embracing and figuring out and growing, Hashem is hugging and kissing like crazy. I think observe that, and let's bring it into our own life. The schedule for thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here now for the whole year, Viggy. It's appreciated. And I thank all the guys. This three weeks was invigorating. The schedule today.